the today is Paint the Town podcast. You produce the show. And if you're a Patreon supporter, basically, uh, you know, you have special perks. And uh, if we like you enough, we let you produce the show. Mike Tavera. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you guys for setting this up. Um, there, oh. Hey, Mike. There you go. Hi. There, there are uh, supporters on Patreon. If you want to, uh, you know, be a supporter of the Paint the Town podcast and also Willem and everything we do here in this little network, uh, you know, just uh, follow us at PTTP Show, and then we'll, we have a little one-off gigs like this too. So, uh, thank you for setting this up, guys. It's not very often the two artists get to chat about, uh, you know, whatever's on their mind, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're both pretty busy guys, man. Well, well I'm doing his, his stuff. I'm doing my stuff, man. And like I said, it's a rare opportunity for us to, uh, you know, just shoot the shit, man. So, yeah, um, it's cool. It's true. It's good to see you, man. It's good to yeah, see you. Yeah, dude. dude. And I'm just, uh, uh, just chilling here. I did some workout and, um, and now I'm having some coffee and a smoke with you guys. So, dude, I'm having a joint right now, too, man. So, there you go. There you go. I got nothing. <laughs> Everyone in California works out and smokes. Yeah, yeah that's it. You know, you know, actually, the recept cannabinoid receptor that weed gives you is actually the same cannabinoid receptor that exercise gives you, actually. So I Weird. mean, it's, it doesn't replace well, Yeah, I've it. heard that it's good to smoke and exercise. I actually do that. I love to do fucking yoga a little bit. Like in the morning before I, I get my real workout in, I smoke a joint, have a little bit of coffee. Hell yeah. A little bit of stretching. And then get my workout on. But uh, anyways, man, it. dude, I'm happy to see you, brother. It's good to uh, I, I feel like I haven't seen you for the, you know, six months already. Time just it's flies crazy. Like I mean, dude, it didn't. I don't even that's so wild to think about because I'm so bad with like quantifying time and things like that. But yeah, this shit just goes by, you know, work, uh, other shit. It just all takes up fucking time. It's amazing. Yeah, man, I've, I've been seeing uh, you guys putting out some ground score, putting out some uh, new stuff, man. And uh, yes, uh, yeah, we got Berlin House Music putting out our stuff pretty soon. And um, we're just sending them a few more tracks because they want to put out a four song thing. Um, so, yeah, they're just kind of going through our stuff right now. About to Is it a label? Stuff. What's that? It's a label called Berlin. Berlin House Music. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, pretty man. big, I guess, out there. They got a little YouTube channel and stuff, and uh, we're just excited because they're they're definitely along the lines of our, uh, you know, our um, our style. So it's cool. We're excited. How's uh, Maddie doing, dude? Yeah, chilling, chilling. He's uh, he works at the, still working at Clayivity, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we we were just trying to get this music popping off so we could do some live gigs and, and make some real money, you know. So. <laughs> I feel you on that, man. I feel, hey, let, let me ask you. You said you have four songs right now, right? Like, how many? Do you, how many songs do you feel? This is a question that I've been thinking about too, because it's like, how many songs do you need until you like come out of the fucking, uh, you, you know, pull your gun out of the it's fucking. Funny because <clears throat> right here, I <clears throat> we were putting it together and shit. This is all ground score or what? Yeah, so ground score is putting out a four song thing. And you can see, you know, it's a it's a double sided. So four songs of, and you're cutting, you're yeah, cutting like and thirty got, of them. It's got all this like highlighting for like and, and different um, boxes for different checks and stuff for shit you got to do because or else you just fucking lose your mind. I mean, you're already losing your mind just doing this. But then, and you transfer this from a whiteboard that we got in the studio. And you know it, it, uh, it. It's all. It's all inside the mind too. But it's got to. You got to put it a, a little bit into the, uh, the the surface world just to. I don't know. Feed feed it back into here. It's like a loop. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you though. Like, you know, back in the day, first of all, people don't even release albums anymore, right? They just release like singles nowadays, especially for the type of music that we do. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. Like, as, you know, it's it pretty typical. Um, and then you got people, you know, still classically releasing albums and stuff too. Things change and things stay the same. So, uh, you know, uh, there's still people doing very classic shit and releasing albums or, or putting out a single first, then dropping an album. Like that was pretty typical for years. <clears throat> but yeah, it changes and it doesn't. And so, you know, we're at where we're at now. Where <clears throat> I will say though, like the, the, streaming platforms and how it's on different platforms like you could have stuff that's only on this or only on that it starts to drive me insane and i think it sucks because you know then 
uh, like <clears throat> someone only uses one thing, they miss out entirely on an album or an entire artist or something. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just weird. And I, I, I held off on even downloading and um, becoming a Spotify person, I'll say, you know what I mean? Like I held off for years because I was just like anti um, Spotify and anti all that stuff. But, uh, you know, I succumbed to the beast. You have to, man. I mean, this is how I kind of see it. Maybe this will make it a little bit better in terms of um, how you feel about, you know, how back in the day when let's just say, let's pick a decade, like the 70s, you know what I mean? Like it was like different markets were different cities, right? You know what I mean? It's like, you have like different cities around here. Now I kind of see it as these different platforms are like the different cities. You you know what I mean? Like it can just be like a local act for youtube and then you're just stuck on youtube all day but then you'll never connect with the spotify audience right so it's kind of like these virtual cities that's how i kind of try to imagine it so i don't have to go crazy looking at it that's cool yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, that's kind of that's just like my personal so going back to what i was saying about albums i feel like especially djs these days it doesn't make sense to release as like 20 songs in a fucking row that you're passionate about basically it makes more sense for the streaming platform to just kind of like release one at a time let people use it up and then and then go to the next one you know what i mean but yeah just, yeah and I, I think it depends on the the art itself and the body of work like of course today we're kind of here to you know talk about gastric remoulade and that is a good uh you know segue right into it because uh like that the reason why i'm releasing it or something we're releasing it as a whole thing is because that's really like what it is so it's funny how that works right like and there's shorter songs and it's hip-hop and so i don't know you know there's just different right different things you know machine drum he'll drop a single and then drop an album um you know so these people still kind of drop albums and stuff like that and i think with Oh, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. I, what I'm just trying to get to is actually it's like I'm trying to do the same exact thing right now. I probably have like 30 songs. And then what I loved about uh, that, I that I passionately, you know, did. And what I love about it is that, like, back when I was a kid, I would be able to put a CD on or put a playlist on. And the artist actually curated this like two yeah. hours for me. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Or something like or maybe not even two hours. Maybe it's like a fucking Boston record. There's only seven songs on there. And then it's like yeah. the best seven songs in the fucking world. You, you know what I mean? And yeah, then, like, uh, I'm just you enjoying know, that. You, like you, know, you said, so. curating the atmosphere or something like a, like a record or like a film. You throw it on and you watch it for an hour and you feel a certain way. Um, it was uh, very kind of thought of, I think, in the same manner that you put on a record and listen to it and you felt whatever and then um it was over and you experienced it and then in that way i, I guess people's short attention spans have changed um you know uh, the majority i would yeah, say people don't even listen to the full songs anymore man but they yeah love that's song. what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah yeah they want a dj mix that cuts out the beginning and the end of it you know and i get it um it's, it's all Do you think that's everybody though like like or is it it's not everybody but exactly the, the kids yeah. these days like which was i mean for me this is how i feel like i like for me i want to make a nostalgic moment for a teenager with my music because that's that's the time that they're going to it's going to imprint and they're going to come back to that memory and be like hey i remember i was doing this when i was listening to this song like as, as adults we don't have as much space i think inside our brains and we don't make those moments as often you know what i mean so um, that that's kind of like my, my, my thing. But I think kids these days definitely have shorter attention spans, whether that'll change or not. I think, you know, it could totally change. Think about right. in the uh, 60s, it was all like three minute songs, three minute songs. And then fucking all of a sudden, you know, Pink Floyd will hit you with a fucking, oh, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> a concept <laughs> album that goes an entire time that doesn't really have a chorus in most of their songs. Okay. You know what I mean? So things change. Or Led Zeppelin will hit you with like a, a fucking stairway to heaven that's like, you know, over seven minutes long that people yeah. say no one wants to fucking listen to on the radio, but obviously they were wrong, right? You know, you know what I mean? So definitely things change, I would say, but um, uh, I don't know. As long as I keep myself entertained, I feel like uh, I, I'm not so worried about the li- like the time or the length. Is that how you feel, bro? In terms, yeah, of- yeah, I mean, yeah, right, because you just uh, as an artist, you just kind of make stuff and 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 whatever made you tick. Um, as a person and as a musician particularly in this case and like 
you know, or as a listener and, uh, and whatever, you know, so you, you want to, like you said, curating, you listen to an artist and they curate an energy and that's what you're doing when you're uh, creating. So all the selling it and where it goes and everything else is, is always definitely, I don't even know at what point in the process. It feels like for me, it's like at, at no point is there even <laughs> much care in, into that. You know, it's more- Well, it like, shouldn't have to be your job, right? To sell the fucking- yeah. <laughs> to sell the fucking song it's your job to make you know now it is it, yeah, it is no i'm just saying it shouldn't have to be though right as artists yeah, like, you know, it, in the uh, past like it wasn't really like our responsibility we just create it and then it's like a hey, record company deal with it but now these record companies i mean they're pretty much unless they're a and b record label i mean they're pretty much just helping you get your music in front of other people's eyes i mean they're not really like um selling you per se right you know yeah, that's a really sad um thing about the the change in music for sure is like propping up of uh, artists that you know i don't know if this is a bee in my house that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah i think it's a bee <laughs> sorry i have a interruption from another guest uh yeah i, mean, I don't know bee, everybody I'm, no i'm, I'm cool kidding uh, you know, yeah, but um, that's a sad thing about music today. They can prop up an artist and spend five grand on putting them out and uh, and get the views and then get people just to listen to something, even though maybe they might not have, you know, um, interesting. Uh, and and that's weird. And then you're talking about like a real kind of fascist form of of, uh, you know, a listening experience where it's being curated by corporate bullshit so that's sad yeah. and weird no, i mean that's why the internet and and uh, there'll always be um you know intelligent cool people that will see through that stuff and, and listen to other people like you know back in the day john peel or uh, you know now uh, i don't know you know whoever that is now um uh henry rollins or something you know the john peel of our time uh, are you a big a uh, black flag fan um you know of course i'm into it but uh you know i was definitely uh, more uh, into Henry Rollins as like a person Writer. or a DJ than I, I was. His yeah, I heard him on. I heard him definitely not as a comedian, and I'm not trying to like hate on anybody. <laughs> but, you know what I'm but you know, anyway, you know, uh, but like I, I dig the dude so so much, and so no, I, I like uh, I like I like his work ethic. Um, I, uh, Henry Rollins. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I love I, how he's a traveler and he's a deep thinker and he cares about music and he he inspires a lot of people to do exactly what we're talking about not just um listen to corporate uh, streaming bull and 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 really kind of think for yourself and go check out artists and and uh yeah you know just to li live a different way you don't have to live this kind of streaming um it, and it's great because you have every band and everything at your fingertips so that's beautiful it's just like the internet's always been it has a a, a beautiful bright side and a, and a horrible dark side so <laughs> the record companies are the big winners right with the streaming i mean I, th I think i think like i said it just really matters about um i think about this i always like to say about record companies like people artists like to hate on them and everything like that or say but you know what at the end of the day they still exist for a reason you, you know what i mean they just like they have a collective pool of resources that they can't, they're supposed to help out the artist. So there is like a space for that type of thing. It's like people hate on this shit. You know, growing up with my pops, he got ripped off, all this kind of stuff. And he would talk about it all the time. Oh, fucking whatever. You know, it's, it's a classic old complaint of, of old uh, older musicians and shit. And when I was growing up, I was like, dude, all I want is someone to rip me off. Okay. <laughs> I can't even get someone to rip me off. You know what I mean? That's all, that's all you want yeah. nowadays is literally that. You're just like, dude, yeah, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> dude, man, you know, you know what it is, man? It's gotten to the point for me, and I, I feel you, I feel you on that, man. But it's gotten to the point, it's just like, hey, I was calling for help this whole time walking out the street. Like, please, like somebody help me, man, please. And then now I'm like all healed up and I'm about to be like, you know what? Fuck all y'all, dude. I'm actually about to do all this shit myself because none of y'all will fucking help me, dude. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? So like, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. And uh, seeing a label, um, unless it's my own label, basically, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't really see siding my fucking life away because, 
you know, I'm almost 40, man, and I have my life established. I don't need fucking like income. I don't need somebody to tell me what to do. I don't need somebody to own my masters. Like, you know, you know what I mean? It's like I want right. to just do creatively what I want to do. Um, it's funny because like one of my friends, he does uh, film for, you know, corporate customers. And I was just thinking about how, and he had to we had to write um for one of his customers uh doorbells and like you know <laughs> melodies basically right. and it was fucking killing me man i was like holy shit this is like the worst torture i've ever had to do just writing like 20 doorbell rings you know what i mean because i was like dude i'm so lucky to be able to use my creativity just for myself and nobody yeah. else and not have to worry about all that right so yeah, i'm just saying there's know. you know people the grass is always greener right you know what i mean but i think for me, uh, the most important thing of wanting to have a label get behind me was I wanted to have the network. I wanted to have somebody to ask if, like, I didn't know how to do something. But it's like I have that network now, and I pretty much it's like I have, you know, you know, somebody critiquing my music, like, uh, like an editor or somebody like that, without, you know, without fucking having to force to be there, you know, sign my right. life to be there. So, like I said, I, I'm. I'm really really over and unless it's a major label for distribution which my type of music really isn't like going for that you, you know what i mean it's not right. really something that uh i care about or think about like at all right now you know so yeah uh you know i have a friend that was telling me um a close friend that was telling me about that kind of thing licensing and uh yeah you know that is that is like an avenue to go down for sure and as far as like uh, labels again and good or bad or whatever like uh, when i was i think it was 2015 um you know jillionaire um from major laser signed me to his label feel up records and i think um they they started just kind of putting gigs together more than um putting out music i think you know i'm not really sure if he's just a really busy dude or what's going on with that but they, they never put anything of mine out but they did get me the coachella gig so that was okay uh, okay yeah know, that's what awesome. i'm saying i feel like sometimes the labels turn into turn into like management companies <laughs> you know <laughs> like, it's slightly that right no yeah. matter what, now. curate parties and stuff like that tomorrow. i think he's a chef or something with food now <laughs> well i'm sure everyone everyone's a chef aren't they in uh, <laughs> that well, uh, you know bringing it back to last week <laughs> uh, Remelod, you know uh yeah, every, everyone's a chef in the end of times so <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I, I like I like that, man. Yeah, and, and chefs are uh, celebrities at the end of uh, every civilization. So. You, you know what? Uh, well, you know, actually, I feel like in Chinese culture, chefs are like very, very underappreciated, man. Like in, in our culture, like farmers are more appreciated than chefs, which is strange. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like chefs have always right. been seen as kind of like a, a service person. Right. <laughs> Just like artists. Yeah, like yeah. Service people in Chinese yeah. culture, man. So, but anyway, that's just, I, I'm just saying that's what, I, what I'm always fighting against in my culture, man. Like, oh. and then uh, I did want to mention too on like uh, the label front, like, uh, you know, so Crit or Jillionaire, um, you know, put, put me on that uh, Coachella gig, which was great. And then like now I got uh, Mason Fauna, who's going to be putting out an EP of mine called Omakase. Nice. And um, they're like a cool label where it's exactly what an artist uh, like me would would appreciate, which is like, oh, someone that digs your music um, has a certain type of platform that your music really, I suppose, you know, fits into. Um, and so they have an audience that's already excited about that type of music. Oh, that's good. And so, yeah, then then when they <clears throat> put something out, it's it's more important than just me dropping it on Spotify and nobody um, listening to it and whatever, um, which I think I've mainly done in the past, just kind of throw things on YouTube and not care about things so much. But yeah, with uh, now now more recently in life, I'm caring more about that type of Congrats, thing. Congrats, man. Congrats I'm excited about uh, Maison Fauna doing that. And then, uh, you know, us just putting this, Gastrique Remelod uh, out. It's going to be really cool. You know, it's funny. I have a question. Are we putting out volume one and two? Is that what's going on? Or is it just volume one? Funny, you should ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're putting the single cooking. Right. Don't, don't stop. Uh, it comes out July 16th on all the different platforms, not just Spotify. Yeah, it's cool. Be on yeah. All of them. And then 
we're going to release um, volume one a few days later, and then we can go from there. It's up to you what, what you, you want know, to do. You know, that's cool. You know, it, 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 that's fine with me. It's about uh, getting people excited about stuff, you know. Um, it, it's, it's funny when music is old to you by the time it's, it's coming out. Um, it's just a funny energy, but it, it kind of always is. By the time it's being released, it's like, a, you know, I mean, I yeah. mean, the beginning of the pandemic, I think I released them almost exactly a year apart too. I think the first one was on 420. Right. And then, and then the next one, I think I was a little bit more stoned. So I came out like 422 or something like that. <laughs> like volume two came out like almost a year later. And that was just kind of an accident, but it was uh, definitely something to do with some cyclical um <clears throat> covid pandemic spiral that i was in that uh that even forced this album out of me in the first place so you know well it's always well, it's, good it's great we have it playing in our house all the time oh and, thank you yeah <laughs> mike cooks to it i don't the inspiration know how behind that cooking song bro I, yeah I, that's I heard it man it's a good oh yeah track. yeah um you know spanish vibes one, all of them every track on that was the same it was like i had i had some epiphany or some idea or i did something once and i was like oh okay i'm gonna do this like 20 times and that's gonna be uh, an album or whatever and so the first one kind of came out of that and it was just basically me putting on vinyl in the morning um vinyl that like buddies had left here from like garage sales like my roomie had picked up some really random records from garage sales just because he knew I'd want to maybe sample him or something and, <clears throat> and so I kind of used the pandemic to to go through all these all these records that uh, that I had that I would have kind of otherwise not had so much time to like listen to this old 1950s Russian guitar record and like really find this cool guitar sample which I think is in cooking or something and uh, you know, stuff like oh, that. Oh, it's Russian? Okay, I can hear that, actually. I thought or it was a Spanish yeah, vibe, but now that I'm thinking it about it, it could be. Too. But it then when, be... you, when you realize it, you can really hear that it's Russian for sure. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I just thought it was a sad Spanish guy, dude. So, but <laughs> And, you know, to be honest, I don't even, you know, I couldn't tell you if I'm playing that record at its correct speed or if, uh, you know, I really have no, I, you know, in the process of it, you're just like, you know it's just go you know so um you know just sampling whatever um, i would i would sample something like that a guitar thing then i would um go through some uh records that i had like straight just beats on or something like that so i would sample <clears throat> beat uh and then kind of mess with that and chop those together and it just kind of formed into and then i would always throw um i'm just gonna say it's a it's a secret um celebrity guest i threw i think i threw him on most of the tracks and i, I just took it from his uh, his snapchat um i downloaded like an entire youtube compilation of this one silly celebrity snapchat and then i just kind of threw that in as like a little vocal stab nice. uh, and, uh, I, I like i like uh your creative sampling man it's just, right it's just like, weird stuff my head goes places and then i just do it because i think it's funny yeah 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 now people don't realize that this is like actually i want to touch a little bit about this because tamara wanted us to talk about like kind of like our art form of house music and sampling and things like yeah. that because it's very it is interesting you know it's just like collaging or stenciling or um i, I equate them a lot or uh, classically um you know again with gastric gremola being a food type thing um i equate uh food and music uh, being very similar like you're not really trying to reinvent the pizza when you go and make a pizza you're just trying to make it good and uh and and put your spin on it i suppose and i think a lot of music is that if you play the blues you, you play the blues and you put your spin on it if you do house music you do house music and you put your spin on it you do dubstep and then it keeps you know on and on uh, you just you're in some type of formula and you and you use it or like aphex twin or something kind of smashing um genres and stuff together um and and obviously therein lies uh, being uh, innovative when you're 
you know, outside the box and stuff and doing yeah. things. Like that. But yeah, there's plenty of music inside the box that I love, like house music. Four on the floor, a soulful vocal and a piano stab. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm having a good time <laughs> on the dance floor. Like, I don't care. You know, like I'm done. That's it. Give me, you know? give me so a hi hat. Give me a clap. Give me a bass drum. Nine oh nines and everything. Give me a stab, and dude. That's, that's yeah. about it. Let's talk I'm a little bit about. I wanted to John, just go into this a little bit because I feel like this is one of the things that Tamara wanted us to touch on. Um, <clears throat> like this, the style of music that we do, um, in terms of let's just call it uh, DJ music. Okay. So uh, for now, okay. And, but I'm just saying that there's a term um, EDM, right? Okay. Like it's personally not my favorite term, <clears throat> but uh, that's just kind of like what the mainstream knows the, our music as because yeah, it's a blanket statement yeah it's a blanket i'll I'll tell you how it goes okay so i'll say to people my age you know my my i don't know what you would call it age constituents yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'll say okay well gen xers all right gen x yeah we're gen x so exactly um i'll say shenanigans or willem they do uh well they're djs Oh, that's cool. You mean like wiki wiki wiki? That's yeah. right. Like, <laughs> I could do no. a little bit of that too, but but basically that, that's not but, it. And then yeah. they're like, okay, so they do it's electronic music. They create that. They're like, oh, EDM. Like not like that. You, you know, so, like I said, if it just, what I would say, what I would say to somebody like that is just like when you say EDM, it's kind of like saying guitar music. That's right. You're, you're just like, or like, okay, well, there's okay. rock, there's blues, yeah. there's jazz, there's exactly, you, you know what I mean, pop punk or whatever the fuck, you, you, you know what I mean? It's like these are all guitar music, but they're all very, very different styles of music, right? It's so interesting because it it shows you um, how things need to be um, easily edible for people. Anyway, yeah. we're not talking about like because people are stupid or. Um, or because even intelligent people still need um, at least some baseline level of edibleness with any kind of product or whatever. So, you know, like exactly with uh, when when releasing stuff, you know, it can't be, um, you know, or or Bjork being in the section of rock at Amoeba. Like yeah. that generalization, just for the person walking in there, that just I don't know, they need it to yeah. be in rock. It's yeah, just, I mean, Bjork to Bjork me, is rock, you know. Yeah. So whatever, it's not necessarily, but we all deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's okay. like theater, theater kid music, like what I think of Bjork. But you're right, it is under the like rock uh, section when you go to yeah. when you go and to I always just laugh at record that store that doesn't exist anymore, right? In, but, certain sections of amoeba you know like what you know what you know here, let's let's be real man as the asian person in the room at the end of the day it's just like hey rock is for a certain type of <laughs> level of melanin you know you know and then rap <laughs> this is market for you guys latin this is market yeah. for you guys kind of make yeah. it easier a little bit unfortunately like you know all my shit that had people that look like me on here was like foreign language stuff when i was a kid growing up except for Fucking Smashing Pumpkins, James Eha, and uh, Lincoln Park, basically. And actually, right. uh, like Lincoln Park was one of my biggest inspirational bands because they had, like I said, there's a DJ inside there. And right. I was just like, dude, what's that guy doing, dude? Like, he, right. you know, he's doing the wiki wiki thing, right? Right. right. You know, like, yeah, you know, he had samples. Probably yeah, like exactly, exactly. Before, right. Johan, Johan, shout out to Johan. He's also a great artist too. They're they're actually local from the, the valley in Pasadena area, actually. Cool. I think. What a trip. Um, yeah, you know, but uh, that's it's so interesting what what ends up just kind of being in, inspiration, uh, the ridiculous, you could look at it as like ridiculous bands that you used to listen to or whatever, fucking Sugar Ray or some shit. Sugar Ray Rock, you know, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's still, there's, there's like, still plenty uh, so, enough festivals right yeah. now. The whole but thing I think, is that it's all about how they used to be a punk band. Everybody always wants to like talk to me about that. I'm like, calm down, I don't care, but it's good. <laughs> uh, you know. But uh, yeah, you know, so it, like whatever's inspira- inspiration. I just want to fly. It still, still gets me going, man. Like, it, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's oh like the 909 God, yeah. house shit, you know? It's like- okay, so so let's go back and talk about house, actually, because I think this is a good time, uh, because especially right now, there's oh, like yeah. people, people like Beyonce. Beyonce and Drake, they're releasing like, quote unquote, house albums. I'm seeing like headlines that are enraging me, Willem, like, 
Beyonce is single-handedly bringing back house music. <laughs> like, my, like literally, I'm not gonna lie. My therapist told me this, and she, I walk into my therapist's office, and she was like, "Are you happy that house is coming back?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Like it just bothered me because you know what? To me, like I was commenting that I was just like, even other pop artists have done it better than Beyonce. And personally, this is my and and you won't break my soul. It's not my favorite. Uh, I don't. I haven't liked a Beyonce track maybe since I don't know since she just left out of Destiny Child, like or right. something like that. It's been a while. You, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm really happy. She's a great role model for the uh, sisters. You, you know, I think it's great. I think I think that's great. But it's just like her music doesn't touch me very, right. you know, that much. But okay to respect uh, an artist and you don't have to listen to the music. Yeah, and... yeah, totally. Exactly. And I'm not. But my thing is just like, I don't think uh, she did sample like a, a house song. The, uh, you know, Gypsy Woman or no, uh, one, one, of, one of the songs I, I forgot. Classic house songs that she sampled. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I was just like saying, this is like R&B over house music. Yeah. It's not really house right. music, right? Right. Would you say so? Right. Yeah. And, you know, how to me, house music is like a feeling. And it's like a, it's kind of like a generic statement because inside house music, they say this a lot, like house music is a feeling. And I always say that house music feels like church, man. It gets makes you want to a black church. You know, it makes you want to get up your off your feet and then just like, you know, just be in unity oh, with sure. everybody. And that's kind of yeah. like what the type of music that um, at least when we're DJing parties, I think me and Willem, uh, we're DJing. Like I, I personally like I love to DJ like pool parties when people are like, you know, just like having a blast during the day. So I because I want to party at nighttime, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So it's like there's a certain vibe that you want to give that party. I feel like a lot of times the public, uh, a lot of my friends, too, it's like they don't really understand that. And they're still listening to music as the top 40. It's like, hey, I need a single so I can associate an artist with a single. And then from there, I can, um, you, you know, go see him in concert because I want to hear that song. But it's like our music isn't really about that. It's about creating an atmosphere vibe for the party, basically. And that's kind of yeah. what. Go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 definitely partly true for a lot of it. And then there there are like hits, right? You got like, yep. even though Jamie Jones or Disclosure or uh you know, these things that that borderline on on pop and stuff. And so it, it still isn't. I, I get it. And it's funny because I'm I wouldn't be like the best at knowing what's, you know, really popular and not. I don't really look at any of this stuff, which is funny. Yeah. But like I do understand that the majority of people would would know disclosure and you know, Sam Smith, all this stuff, you know. Well, they would know Sam Smith a lot of times. They may not know disclosure, basically, right? It's like um like you know because the radio pumps the poster boys sam smith has this the vocalist but it's like rarely a lot of times the the producers who are the songwriters actually yeah. um in our and, and you know even the instrument players it's just like since we're not up there holding something or you know doing something exactly they feel like well you're not part of the band right so we don't need to market you like and like i said it's just like it's 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 hard for the public to really care so much about like what the fuck we're doing because we're not standing there entertaining them like right in front of their face we're not singing you know what i mean so right. uh, like i said i think that at the end of the day that's why we don't like i personally don't like the term edm as much because it just it's just this category you know what i mean that the radio and record stores need to do to categorize our music but it's like there's so many different cultures inside inside our 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 style of music which is dj music i mean like this is just you know different djs so what would i what would you suggest i call something like that well exactly uh, like he's saying i think it's like it is edm to to someone and to someone else it's baltimore club it's footwork it's juke it's future bass it's house it's deep house it's lo-fi it's a million different things but yeah. to someone else it might just be edm and that's you know okay you know it's just right. what it is. so it kind of is who you talking to you know is it yeah is well versed on on genres or 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 do they not really care so much and they're just kind of maybe your more passive average listener or something like that yeah yeah and, and you know what i think that like i said i think it's it's more likely that that teenager that I was talking about that we're all hoping to create a nostalgic moment for will understand the different nuances of the genre 
than maybe somebody like a Gen Xer who, you know, passively listens and like, or, or more... and that's, you know, totally right. And then there's, there's those Gen Xers who invented all of this. Shit. You're right. You're right. You're like, right. You know, so it's like crazy. Cause then you got yeah. the people that invented house and she actually in Chicago and, and footwork and, uh, you know, and like, it's crazy. So it, it, it really is a mixed bag, you know? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. You're DJs, right. You can DJ forever. You don't need to look hot or be able to use your voice. You could be fat and fucking whatever and still DJ. Yeah. So you can DJ <laughs> till you're like 60, as long as your ears like semi work. I'm just wondering though, like fully work. All you need to hear is like, yeah. and then you DJ still. So here's the thing, man. Like, I'm pretty sure like, you know, the, uh, you know, the greatest generation, they're in their, you know, facilities and there's, you know, some guys trying to pick up a guitar and start a band in the old folks home. Right. You, you know what I mean? But I'm yeah. just wondering, like when our age group goes to the old folks, will there be old people like raves like at the old folks home? Because that kind of makes the whole thing like a different vibe. Like, it's gonna you, be you know, it'd be incredible. Dude. Everyone <laughs> popping ecstasy in the old folks home. And- <laughs> exactly right you, you know what i mean so it's kind of dead mouse again like because it'll be cool again it'll be like vintage you know well, well yeah exactly i mean i think one of the things that i realized is like a lot of things from the 90s are coming back and like you know jinko jeans which are these like huge ass jeans that ravers used to wear and yeah. skateboarders used to wear like they're back actually but they're cutoffs actually they cut off right. the ankles so they don't get mud on them which was fucking smart obviously we should did that you know what i mean but like uh you know all these things from the 90s are like uh, coming back right now man and it's just like really interesting to me whenever i think about uh when i actually accept the fact that i'm fucking old you know what i mean like will i still do (laughs) well i'm saying like will i still be doing the dj thing like because this is a young man djing is a young man's game you know what i mean at the club like setting up like it's pretty thankless actually but but you got you got a fat boy slim you got paul oakenfold you got um you know uh you got dudes that have been doing it forever that are in their fucking 50s 60s well you're right yeah 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 but i mean then you got mick jagger doing like the fucking like dancing all the way until until yeah exactly (laughs) that's an awesome impression man you know but so i'm just wondering like how it's gonna be because i feel like you know, like now we look at these rock concerts and then there's like respectability to them. It's like, yes. you know, it's at the Hollywood Bowl. You're, you know, you're dressed nicely. And then like, you know, it's outside. It's, it's you know, it's fancy. And then we come and celebrate this like artist basically and watch them perform. But for art, for DJing stuff like that, like I said, it's a little grimier, man. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not so much like uh, so elegant all the time. You, you know what I mean? So if you think about craft work, I think they, <laughs> um, because they're German, and um, you know, calculated maybe slightly more cold. Uh, they uh, they they figured it out early that like we could do this forever if we don't jump around like Mick Jagger. <laughs> I saw Kraftwerk the other day. They played in uh, they just just two days ago. Uh, they played at uh, this the shrine actually, and it was my first time seeing them. Yeah. Um, I got 3D glasses on <clears throat> basically. And, uh, you know, like I said, they played all their hits in terms of like Tour de France, you yeah. know, Man Machine, you Sick. know, Robot you Love. And, you know, I, I didn't even, the Computer Love, where I was like, you know, the Coldplay sampled that shit. I don't yeah, know I know. I, I always wondered how they got away with that. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, that's another, that's a topic for another time. But um, yeah, we could do a whole show on that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, with, uh, with Kraftwerk, yeah, I mean, that that band that was the first tape i ever had um, really dude i was gonna ask you actually See, my, my, up, my, my pops gave me um offsprings uh smash and we are the robots wow okay work and it explains <clears throat> a lot See, i didn't i didn't have so whatever cool if you have kids and shit whatever music you first give them or play them it's gonna just they're basically gonna be that later so just be careful shit you're right man you know what because like the first the first fucking like CD that I ever wanted to buy myself, bro. Like this is really embarrassing, but it was fucking Ace of Base, bro. Like, okay, Whoa, like, no, that's, sick. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. I mean, it was on the fucking radio all the time, right? You, you know yeah. what I mean? Around, I don't want to see. Uh-huh. Exactly, exactly. That's the university like... music. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. Were were great. people like? I feel like that was like I said. Th- 
sometimes I think that that period of time actually is the peak of human civilization because people were actually like really kind to each other. Like people- Yeah, the 90s? Shit. Just like late 80s, early 90s, man. I feel like- I don't know that they they weren't necessarily kind. No, (laughs) I I feel like, I I guess we firsthand, but I just feel like it's like, think about this, like music was, think about bands like B-52s, you know what I mean? Music was just like fun. Like they didn't care if they were like- Silly, you you know? We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have social media. We didn't have any of that. So you can when kind you of got- just gauge it. Basically, you can gauge it on how many school shootings there are, and then and <laughs> that's much. how the society is doing. And like yeah. after the '90s, not so good. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. In the '90s I mean, is probably better. You know what? You're right. Actually, if you think about that, because um, oh I mean, uh, I remember my senior year or something like that, or junior year, sophomore year, something like that, the school the Columbine, shoot, Columbine happened. Yeah. But then again, I was thinking, like, in the 70s, there was, like, guys who were in watchtowers, like, shooting the schools, like, one of my colleges, you know, in 19, in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's hap- it happened. It, it, it's happened. People say Columbine was the first because it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, but it was definitely wasn't the first. But like I said, my whole childhood, I grew up without any hearing about any like school shootings and sometimes i just yeah. think about that it's just like i don't know maybe people were just like they uh, certainly didn't happen to this extent that's for sure yeah but, i yeah. mean look they had the, everyone they uh, saved by the bell you know what i mean that was yeah. that was life that was reality yeah yeah exactly i used to watch that, that was actually a reality like, God, man i wish i could be like zach morris man like yes oh my like, god you know what I mean? And adults watch that show too. You know what I mean? It was just, like I said, it just felt like it's a different time, man. Like uh, uh, that was actually, no one knows it, but that was actually a reality TV show. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, by the bell. That was a reality side, man. Like, it, it, was, that, was that your high school experience? <laughs> just neon fucking pants. Like, oh the, you know what? I re- used to remember thinking oh, like man. in the late nineties, like, you know, those stupid fucking shoes, those clunky, clunky ass shoes um uh, you know they'll never come back you know what here they are fucking back again dude oh so, those yeah yeah, yeah. some for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man hey so you know we got we got like 10 minutes left man I, w- uh, I want to date myself here okay put it this way i saw his dad in concert in 1983 mm. <laughs> nice 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 i mean I was born so, in 1983. That's a long, yeah. <laughs> but you I was know already going to concerts. So, well, you know, like I said, you you grew up in a in a in a crazy time, and uh, yeah. you, you know, there was a lot of awesome artists on tour. I think. I mean, these guys are still on tour, man. But uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I try to see all the classic rock guys before. Uh, before, you know, but uh, playing, it's true. Yeah, before they stop playing. Let me show man. you something. You know my friend Sarah PYTs. She made this. I don't know if you can see it. It's a cop with Willem's face on it that lights <laughs> up and nice. glows in the dark. It's QR codes on it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I had to show it. In case you're out and about with your Starbucks. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> It's great. Hey, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Uh, Will, <laughs> so what's uh, what's next with uh, Ground Score, man? I, I feel like, um, or you know, or just after releasing these, man, you gonna play some shows or something like that? Or maybe yeah, we that's get definitely the idea. Like, we're um, you know, we'll, we'll be we're working on these tunes to get them to Berlin House Music, and then it's really uh, wherever from there. Once it's out on on the old Spotify and other platforms and such, and and wherever it goes from there with ground score and then with me, um, same kind of thing, you know, Mason Fawn is putting out this on Mikasa AP. I'm putting out uh, Gastric Gremolod volume one and yeah. uh, soon coming volume two. And, uh, you know, they'll just be on all the platforms instead of just YouTube, just sitting there rotting away. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a easier, more, uh, more more listenable i don't know on the, on these other platforms for e- easier for people to you know put in their favorites and make playlists with it and all this stuff so y- you want people to be able to experience your music in whatever way uh, that's kind of convenient i guess as well i mean you know so i wanted to ask you some questions what's your favorite condiment ah 
basic stuff. This is good. This is good. I mean, I guess I go with a uh, mustard. You know, it's a what like, kind of mustard like, though. I mean, real yeah. mustard, like some like you know some of that the Heinz yellow know. mustard, some of that gray poupon. <laughs> Remember okay. those commercials? Those are the best. What's your favorite um, cooking utensil that you just can't cook without? Right. Um, I guess I love a good knife. You know, you have to have a good cutting knife. You can't have some dull, crappy knife. You, know, you gotta have some good shit. I don't know. I don't cook, so. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so cast iron pan or nonstick? Cast iron. Yeah, I love my cast iron. It's like a right. I've seen yours in your stories. Sometimes you're cooking right passage. Yeah, all the all the stories, all the uh, all the stuff been cooked in there. It flavors everything you're gonna eat for the for eternity. So. Right. Okay. So sweet and sweet or sour. I guess sour. Sour. Rare or well done. Um. Oh wow, that's really tough. Meat, not chicken. Like usually, I guess personally, I would say well, but because I'm a culinary, uh, you know, I can't say well done. I can't. It's just oh. it's not sophisticated. So I'm gonna right. say I like burnt. I'm gonna say rare, but like it's just because it's sophisticated. In reality, I like it more well done, but it's fine. Um, coriander, yes or yeah, I love pho. So. Hey man, let's go get some pho, man. And oh we'll, man, you know, I just had some the other day. Uh, it's yeah. the best. What's, what's, what's your fuss spot in? Uh, what's your fuss spot in Hollywood? In Hollywood, it's it's pho, just because they're kind of solid. But um, but there's this one down in Koreatown that's amazing. There's a few, but yeah. Yeah, my my fuss spot is pho forty five in La Mirada, man. Go below oh, that, nice. place up, that place up, dude. Oh, there's this spot in fucking um, it's kind of near Joshua Tree, Twenty Nine Palms. It's called Jelly Donut. Pho, right? They sell jelly donuts and pho. It's oh. the weirdest fucking thing. And oh my it's god! Like, it's That's incredible. A combo. The pho is just incredible. The egg. And you guys say pho? It's not pho. Yeah, it's pho. It's pho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, it just when in Rome. When in Rome, they have an accent. And, and jelly like, donuts. Sometimes the Vietnamese, my Vietnamese friends, have an accent, and I think the per correct pronunciation is like pho, like that. You know what I mean? Oh. Okay. <laughs> So it's a little bit of both pho and pho. So okay, I'm just you know, saying that, yeah. you know, it's as, long as, room, it, you know as long as it has a number after it, it's like pho 45, pho 59, whatever, pho 7, it should be good, basically. Okay. It's like how I say uh, akai instead of acai, because like, I'm not going to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm American. Okay. What is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> acai is this thing we eat in california it's like a uh, fruit and they mash it into like kind of like a it's some brazilian yeah. shit man but it's it is. you know what i mean and i can't I, i'm trying to think of like what we what we americanize like uh, but i can't it slips me in but i know what you mean we're Same american like, man uh, just celebrated july 4th we americanize shit the... What's like a, a a gyro or whatever, like a euro? But we say like, I, I'm like gyro, gyro, dude. Give me that gyro. Give me that gyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck y'all call it, but you know, yeah, like, numbers, number one or whatever, you know. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, maybe maybe you should like, uh, like I said, we should uh, grab some fuss sometime, man. And uh, yeah, dude, we'll make uh, a whatever video out of it or something like that, dude. If you're, you know, if you're in, in LA, somebody. um, you you know, we should definitely uh, do something that way. It's just whatever for you if you're already gonna be around and shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for for sure. Yeah, bro. let me know whenever, dude, for sure. But uh, yeah, cool, man. Cool, man. Um, like I said, I, I think it's like cool that you made a concept album around like cooking, dude. You, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh you're right people don't really associate like food that much with music but it does go hand in hand man i used to work in a restaurant and uh, the music is very important to set you know um another reason that i even kind of went that route is because of anthony bourdain and kitchen confidential and he talks oh. a lot he talks a lot about music and um yeah totally like totally, totally. cooking in the kitchen and kind of um is almost like <clears throat> you know they would get together on a thursday and <clears throat> it would just be the night where they're just in there cooking random shit and figuring out like what they're gonna do friday and it was the same thing as the band you know you get together and you jam and you rehearse and you go what songs are we playing you know and it was the same shit they were doing what what songs are we playing like what 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 dishes are we putting out 
and and uh, and how the service went that night and how good they did was the same thing. It's just like how good you played as a band that night. You know, was it like fuck that sucked or uh, that rocked? You know, I mean, it's it's the exact same shit. You get you get prepared and then you you uh, deliver something that you prepared. So in that way, music is is very much similar to food. And then <clears throat> it being the pandemic, it felt like the end of the world. And uh, with uh, the chefs becoming more and more famous and with that being historically telling that a civilization is going to fall, I wanted to glorify the fall of America and uh, maybe the Western world in, um, in, in an album. So, so. Oh, yeah, bad. well, we got about a minute left, man. So uh, anything else do you want to you, you want any shows or anything like that coming up? Or you, still you know, um, we're supposed to be doing some gigs in Hollywood soon at this bar called the North End. So, you know, just uh, follow my socials for that kind of stuff. But um, which is Willem Wolf. Um, but yeah, you know, just um, Let's play some shows together when I'm ready, dude. I'm, I'm yeah, sure no, it'd be ready. great to have you, DJ. This is a first of uh, what is hopefully like maybe every two weeks or something, we're going to do this bar at the oh. North End in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. It's got it's a good location. And uh, so we're excited about it. And uh, thank you so much, uh, both you, Tamara, and, uh, and you, James, for, for having me on here. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. Man. Well, he's having us both on. Yeah, <laughs> on you produce the show, man. So thank you everybody for listening and uh we'll thank talk you. to you soon. Love you guys. Yeah, talk care. to y'all soon. You. And peace. Bye. Stop.